Hey guys, welcome to Precision Nutrition's Eat, Move, and Live Better podcast. I'm Dr. John Berardi, co-founder of Precision Nutrition, and if you're not familiar with us, over the last 15 years, we've become the world's largest online nutrition, fitness, and health coaching company. Through that time, as you can imagine, we've watched fad diets and fitness crazes come and go. But when the fads have failed and the crazes died out and people just want something that works, they turn to Precision Nutrition for things like expert coaching, guided mentorship, and online support. In this podcast, which is a mix of recorded articles, interviews, and roundtable discussions, myself and my Precision Nutrition colleagues will help make the whole nutrition, fitness, and health process work for you. Ideally, you'll discover that eating, moving, and living well can be easy and enjoyable for now and into the future. So let's get started. Hi, this is Bryce from Precision Nutrition, and today I'm reading the article, When the Scale Sucks, Seven Better Ways to Know If Your Nutrition Plan is Working, by Alex McMahon, NTP. How can you know if you're making progress toward a body transformation goal? Well, for starters, spend less time on the scale. Focus instead on these seven superior progress indicators. And while you're at it, be sure to download the four progress tracking sheets we've included online in today's article. You can find them at precisionnutrition.com forward slash ways dash two dash no dash if dash your dash nutrition dash plan dash is dash working. All right, let's get into it. This is the first time I've felt full in five years. I've been working with my nutrition client, Mary, for all of 24 hours when she sent me that sentence in a text message. At our first consult, she handed me her food journal. It was full of low-fat, low-calorie, pre-portioned packaged meals, heavy on carbs and chemicals, light on real food and flavor. Recently, Mary had been supplementing with more pre-packaged snacks and getting nowhere. We agreed on the following plan. Three times next week, she'd eat a fresh salad topped with chicken, avocado, and olive oil. Protein, fat, real food. The next day, I got the report. This is the first time I've felt full in five years. Bam! This was major progress, even though Mary had yet to lose a single pound. As most experienced coaches know, the bathroom scale rarely marks the milestones along your path to a fitter, healthier body. Our bodies are complex. They change in many ways, ways that are often intangible or subtle. We feel and function differently, though we can't always say exactly how. Long before we lose any weight, small signs of progress sprout and flower. Like the first yellow crocus poking up through the snow, those early signs of progress are motivation gold. They make us feel like we can persist through the last days of winter, through the toughest climbs of changing our habits or learning new skills when it seems like the ice will never melt and our muscles will never grow. And being a skilled nutrition coach is like being a skilled nature guide. Being a client trying to change your body is like being an explorer in a new territory. Together, coach and client are seeking the first signs of spring thaw, trying not to be fooled by the feeling that nothing is happening because you can't see the ice melting yet. Well, here's what 45,000 precision nutrition coaching clients have taught us. To achieve your body transformation goals, you must know what small sprouts of progress look like. You must know how to track them for yourself if you're trying to change, how to point them out to your clients if you're a coach, and most importantly, how to celebrate them together. In today's article, we'll share seven ways to know if a nutrition plan is working, most of which are better indicators than your weight. 
We'll also share four downloadable, printable progress trackers from a brand new packet of assessment forms we use to help precision nutrition coaching clients stay focused on what really matters. So here we go, seven ways to know if your nutrition plan is working. Beginning with number one, you feel satisfied after meals. Do you ever just feel hungry all the time? Like you know you need to get control, but you can't seem to find the willpower to close the bag of candy or stop picking off your kids' dinner plates? As we digest our food, the gut sends signals to the brain about how much energy we've consumed to trigger satiation, the feeling of fullness, so we know when we've had enough. Unfortunately, it turns out that all it takes to override thousands of years of relationship building between gut and brain is a humble bag of Cheetos. Processed food, with its extreme energy density and intense, salty, sweet, fatty, crunchy, creamy tastes, tells our brain that we've hit the calorie jackpot. Eat until it's gone, stock up, you'll have enough energy and nutrients to last for weeks. Of course, for most people, the junk food never runs out, so you're left eating and eating and eating with zero satiation and almost zero actual nutrition. So, what progress looks like? With your new nutrition plan, you're eating slowly, choosing fresh foods, leaving less room in your diet for processed foods that rev the appetite and never seem to fill you up. Fresh fruit, vegetables, meat, fish, beans, and legumes are taking up new space in your body, nourishing you, helping you feel satisfied. They signal to your gut and brain that it's okay. We are okay. We are safe and comfortable and fed. We can stop now. Imagine for the first time feeling full, not stuffed, just satisfied, feeling like you've had enough. Your gut and brain are calm, no panic, no restless pacing to the pantry. You're just done, without any worry. Yeah, this is all possible. In fact, this is what you'll start to experience once your nutrition and exercise plan is on track. It's an early sign of progress you can sense into even before you lose any weight. And a quick note, if you're a smaller and younger guy trying to put on muscle, this may not apply to you. Being hungry all the time may be a good thing. Keep eating and lifting heavy. Number two, you have more energy. Maybe you can't remember a time when you didn't feel exhausted. Your alarm is your enemy. You don't hit snooze, you literally punch the clock to make it shut up. Mid-afternoon, you need a caffeine and sugar hit to keep your eyelids propped open, and by 8pm you're crashing in your lazy boy chair in front of the TV. Your brain feels like mush, and your body like molasses. Maybe your brain and body are getting too much processed food and too much sugar. Maybe you're borrowing energy from the future with stimulants. Maybe you're not getting enough vitamins, minerals, and other nutrients. Even small deficiencies in certain nutrients, which are much more common than you think, can drain your energy and fog up your focus. So here's what progress looks like. One day, you wake up one minute before your alarm. Your eyes are actually open. You even feel kind of happy. You don't need seven shots of espresso throughout the day just to cope with your work inbox. You pay attention even during the 3 p.m. accounting meeting. When you take your kids to the playground after dinner, you find yourself clambering up the climbing wall and slithering down the slide along with them. Back at home, your lazy boy feels lonely and your TV abandoned. A good nutrition plan gives you energy, constant, steady, all-day energy, rather than a brief buzz and a crash. If you get it right, you'll start experiencing this over time, sometimes even before the scale needle starts to move. Now, here's some details on how vitamins and minerals influence your energy levels. 
The feeling of having more energy can come from the nutrients in fresh, whole foods, which we need for our bodies and brains to work properly. Try to get these following nutrients through your diet instead of supplementing. Vitamin B1 and B2. We need thiamine B1 to convert carbohydrates into energy, ATP. Riboflavin B2 helps release energy in the Krebs cycle, the process by which our body generates energy. Vitamin B6. We need vitamin B6's active form, pyridoxine 5-phosphate, PLP, to make the amino acids L-tryptophan and L-dopa into the feel-good neurotransmitters serotonin and dopamine, both of which are important for cognitive function and focus. Vitamin B6 is also important for our cell's mitochondria, the power plant, helping to regulate the enzymes we use to draw energy from food. Vitamin B12. We need vitamin B12 to protect and preserve the myelin sheath, which covers neurons and helps conduct electrical signals sent around the body. B12 helps make neurotransmitters and metabolize fats and carbohydrates, your main energy sources. Vitamin C. We need vitamin C to make carnitine, which transports long-chain fatty acids to the mitochondria to be used for energy. Vitamin C also helps us produce catecholamines, a group of hormones and neurotransmitters, such as adrenaline's epinephrine and dopamine, that are usually stimulants. And magnesium. We need magnesium for metabolic reactions, especially those that convert food into energy. Having more magnesium seems to improve cognitive abilities, while not enough seems to make cognition worse. Without enough magnesium in our cells, insulin doesn't work as well, which makes it hard for us to use glucose. Many enzymes that help us convert food into energy also need magnesium. Calcium. Calcium helps to turn fatty acids into energy. It helps to modulate ATP production, in other words, our body's fuel. As with magnesium, without enough calcium, our insulin may not work properly. And insulin is one of the main hormones of blood sugar regulation, which affects our energy levels. And zinc. Zinc is a trace mineral, so we don't need a lot, but we definitely need some. Zinc contributes to at least 100 enzymes in our body, many of which have to do with energy metabolism. When zinc is low, we don't secrete as much insulin. We don't secrete as much insulin, which then causes problems with glucose metabolism. Nor do we metabolize lipids, the fats, nor protein well. If we don't get enough zinc, we don't get proper energy from food, nor build proteins. And water. Our brain depends on electrolytes, dissolved ions of minerals such as potassium, sodium, calcium, and magnesium to work properly. We need to carefully balance our electrolytes and fluid to send chemical and electrical signals in the brain, in other words, neurotransmission. If we get enough water, we maintain that balance. If we're dehydrated, our brain and our thinking suffers. Now, if you want help tuning into your energy levels, make sure to download those tracking sheets mentioned at the start of this article. All right, let's get back to our seven progress indicators. Number three, you're sleeping better. You know those nights when you just can't seem to fall asleep? Or when you toss and turn in a weird hallucinogenic sleeping but not sleeping state? Sometimes precision nutrition coaching clients don't even know how tired and sleep deprived they are because five hours of fitful flailing is their normal. There can be many reasons for poor sleep. Stress, aging, hormonal changes, being a new parent, getting too much light late at night, jet lag, and so on. Nutrition and exercise can play a role as well. For instance, if you diet too stringently, overtrain or under-recover, 
amp yourself up with tough workouts, or overeat heavy meals late at night, you may not sleep well. You may drink too much alcohol and caffeine. You may not get enough protein to make the right neurotransmitters, nor enough minerals and vitamins. You may also have disrupted hormones from stress and poor eating habits. Things like cortisol, growth hormone, thyroid hormone, and sex hormones such as estrogen and testosterone, all of which are important for good and restful sleep. Okay, but here's what progress can look like. Now, with your nutrition plan, you're getting enough good stuff to make the brain chemicals you need. You've switched to half glasses of wine with dinner, and thanks to your newfound energy, laid off the afternoon espresso. Speaking of dinner, it's a smaller portion that doesn't leave you breathing in little huffs and give you nightmares about being chased by cheese. In short, your body is no longer in an always-on-battle-stations-go state of chemical panic. All of a sudden, you seem to wind down an hour before bedtime without a problem. You follow your sleep ritual and conk out easier than ever. Remember, if you want to change your body and improve your health, sleeping well consistently is crucial. And hey, it just feels good too. Now let's dig into this a bit deeper. How does nutrition help encourage better sleep? Well, fresh whole foods contain more fiber, protein, and healthy fats, which require more time and effort to digest than the refined carbohydrates that make up the majority of processed food. This keeps you satisfied longer, stabilizing your blood sugar and various hormones needed for good sleep. Tryptophan, an amino acid in high-quality protein sources, is a precursor to serotonin, which gets converted into melatonin to encourage sleep. And balancing your energy intake alone can lead to better rest if it helps you lose excess body fat. Excess body fat can make sleep uncomfortable because of heartburn, lack of mobility, sleep apnea, and other obesity-related problems. And as before, to find out how your nutrition plan is affecting your sleep quality, make sure to check out our downloadable tracking sheets mentioned at the start of this article. Okay, number four. Your clothes feel just a little looser or tighter. Today's the day you reach into the closet, into the back for that piece of clothing. You know, the one that almost never fits unless you're massively dehydrated, wrapped in saran wrap, and holding your breath simultaneously. And wow, it fits. Not just suck it in and suffer fits, but like really fits. It feels good. It looks good. No pulling fabric, no weird wrinkles, no strangling collars, no bulges of buttons or belts or bra straps. Or maybe you've pulled out some other piece of clothing, the one that normally drapes over you like an oversized beach towel over a coat hanger, the t-shirt you can't seem to fill out, the armholes with room to spare, and a flapping curtain where you feel like billowing pecs should be. Wow, it doesn't fit, and that's great because your chest and arms and shoulders and back are now too muscular for it. The shirt is still flapping loose in one area, though, your newly whittled waist. So here's what progress looks like. Muscle and bone are denser than body fat, and when we build this lean mass, we often get heavier but smaller, at least in certain areas. If you're male, you may find your shoulders broadening, chest filling out, back wings fluttering, and a new case of hockey butt from muscular glutes. But your waist is shrinking. And if you're female, you may find that your scale weight goes up, but your clothing size goes down, and you ace your bone density scan. This is why, in addition to tuning into how their clothes fit, we suggest clients use a tape measure to track the circumference of various body parts. To do so, make sure to download our body measurement forms. You can find a link to those online in today's article. 
Now, how does lean mass compare to fat? Well, muscle cells are tightly packed with myofibrils. When these contract with enough intensity, the body adapts by generating more myofibrils and sacromeres, assuming proper training and nutrition, increasing the density and strength of the muscle. Even denser, bone is comprised of complex combinations of calcium and phosphorus, heavy minerals that provide strength, flexibility, and support for all the stress we put on them. Bones also contain a significant amount of protein, mostly collagen-type proteins. Adipose tissue, or fat tissue on the other hand, is loosely composed of adipocytes, cells that contain light, fluffy lipid molecules, mainly triglycerides. Unlike bone and muscle mass, fat tissue provides unlimited storage all over the body, so it will continue to grow when we overeat. This means muscle and bone are 18 and 33% heavier than fat by volume. It also means that your exercise and nutrition plan can help you look and function better without leading to weight loss. All right, let's get back to our progress indicators with number five, you're in a better mood. Have people secretly nicknamed you stabby, grumpy, angsty, miserable cuss, or party pooper? Does it physically hurt you to smile? The phenomenon of hangry is so well known that candy bar commercials joke about it, noting that you're not yourself when you're hungry. You may also not be your best self when you're deprived of the nutrients your brain needs to keep you sailing on an even emotional keel without crashing into the rocks. So here's what progress looks like. Improving our mental and emotional outlook with good nutrition can show up in surprising ways. Here are some of the things precision nutrition coaching clients have discovered after consistently improving their nutrition habits. They've told us, I feel more confident. I feel like change is possible. I feel better about my choices, more knowledgeable. I feel clear about my goals and the path to get to them. I feel like I walk tall now. I feel mentally more on, clear-headed and less fuzzy. I feel happier and more positive. I feel more open to try new things. I feel motivated. In part, these changes come from the experience of changing habits. When we try something and succeed, we get a little jolt of inspiration that encourages us to keep going. These changes can also come from the nutrition itself. Our brains and bodies have the nutrients and chemical tools they need to do their jobs, to regulate our emotions, to make our happy neurotransmitters, and to send those cheery and calming signals where they should go. So let's take a closer look at how food influences your mood. The connection between our food, neurotransmitters, and blood sugar regulation means that how we feel depends a lot on what we eat. Eating too much sugar may make you depressed. One large study on subjects from six different countries found that eating a lot of sugar and feeling depressed were closely related. This may be from chronically elevated insulin, the body's continuous attempt to clear the constant onslaught of sugar from the bloodstream may cause mood crashes. Also, having enough omega-3 fatty acids seems to put us in better moods. Include more nuts, fish, and seafood like salmon, sardines, mackerel, crabs, and oysters into your diet to get these happy, healthy fats. And bonus, oysters are a great source of zinc too. Next, consuming too much vegetable oil, hydrogenated fats, and trans fats may worsen our moods. These omega-6 fats make it hard for our bodies to process omega-3 fatty acids. Low levels of omega-3s are linked to symptoms of depression, being crabbier, and even being more impulsive, which can result in poor food choices, a vicious cycle. Omega-6s may also increase inflammation, which can affect our brains. Many neurodegenerative disorders and mental health issues are linked to brain inflammation. 
And eating lean proteins, including chicken, turkey, and fish, increases your consumption of tryptophan. Tryptophan is a building block of serotonin, a neurotransmitter that helps us feel relaxed and happy. All right, let's move on to number six. You're stronger and have more endurance. Around the time you first start your nutrition overhaul, workouts might feel like a slog. Maybe you feel weak, uncoordinated, and slow. Maybe you pick your dumbbells off the small end of the rack, and boy, are you sore afterwards. And then, gradually, you're less sore. More of an oomph getting out of bed than a ah. You're more zesty. Perhaps another set, you think jauntily, suddenly full of beans. You eye the next dumbbell up. So here's what progress looks like. You're using the same weight with more range of motion. A month ago, you couldn't squat. You could only do a power curtsy. Now those knees, hips, and ankles are bending and behaving like plastic man. You can pick up your laundry, get off the toilet, and squat down to pick up your toddler like a pro. In another month, you might take on your other kid at basketball. As well, your muscles aren't as sore. Intense exercise and new movements create micro damage, tiny tears and muscle fibers that we must rebuild. This process of repair is good. It's what helps us get stronger, fitter, and more muscular. But in the early stages, yeah, it hurts. Inflammation goes up. You might get stiffness and swelling from fluid rushing in to help heal the damage. As you progress and give your body lots of nutrients to rebuild, this inflammation decreases and the repair process speeds up. You can also do more work overall, whether it's running, swimming, or cycling longer distances, lifting more weight for a longer workout, scrambling up a higher and tougher wall, or playing an extra round of tennis or golf, you're able to simply do more stuff more often. Good nutrition has improved your recovery and energy levels. And lastly, you're fresher and recover better. Again, you're giving your body the stuff it needs to do its job of making you stronger, faster, better, and fitter. Your cells are sucking in oxygen, dumping waste products, making more enzymes, and overall high-fiving each other. Okay, let's move on to our final one, number seven. It feels more like a lifestyle than a diet. This is a big one. Diets are a chore. They're another to-do that you superimpose over your busy life and another boring, strict, overly complicated task you can't wait to quit. When we do quit, because of course we do, it's temporary, right? We're back where we started. Back off the diet. Back to processed foods, never-ending hunger, frustration, and weight gain. Here's what progress looks like. And this is the cool part. Progress here happens when you're just living. You're in a nice, natural, normal day rhythm that doesn't feel like being on or off anything. Eating well stops being a thing and just starts being your daily life. You naturally gravitate toward whole foods. You pick the salmon over the hot dog even without thinking about it. You think a fresh salad would be nice and you really mean it. You also have a plan. Prepping meals in advance and keeping healthy backup options on hand is a regular part of your weekly routine now. You look for challenges and develop strategies for staying on track. And you don't mess up anymore. Now, let me be clear. You still eat the birthday cake and the Christmas cookies and, and maybe go ahead and eat all the popcorn at the movie theater. You don't consider this bad or guilt-inducing anymore. They're just an occasional part of enjoying life. You savor them and then go back to eating mostly fresh, whole foods like you always do. No biggie. And yes, this is also possible. It's a natural and normal consequence of eating and exercising in a sensible and sane way. And it's a sign of progress 
regardless of what the scale is doing. All right, those are our seven progress indicators to keep an eye out for. What to do next? Well, here are some tips from us at Precision Nutrition. If you're tired of being a slave to the scale, there are a few ways to start breaking free. First, add, don't subtract. If you're in a diet mentality, each day feels like a new battle to avoid the bad foods. So let's flip that. Add, don't subtract. Don't avoid your junk food. Don't avoid your prepackaged meals. Don't avoid dessert. Just add so much healthy stuff, water, lean protein, fresh fruit and vegetables, that there's less room or desire left over for food that doesn't support your goals. And at first, look for what you gain rather than what you lose, like muscle, strength, confidence, energy, sanity. Also, measure and celebrate your progress. Look for signs of progress everywhere. Everything counts, no matter how small. Track them, celebrate them, like that first springtime crocus. And focus on little things. Make mini goals, nano goals if you want. For the day, for the week, for the next five minutes, whatever you need to stay on track and feeling like you can do this. Each time you hit those tiny goals, reward yourself in a healthy way. And print, use, and share our progress trackers. Online in today's article, you can find these effective progress trackers from our newly updated Precision Nutrition Level 1 certification. They'll make it easier to monitor your progress. No scale required. You can find them online at precisionnutrition.com forward slash ways dash two dash no dash if dash your dash nutrition dash plan dash is dash working. Just scroll to the bottom of the article for our downloadable poster on initial signs that your nutrition plan is working the hunger game tracking sheet, body measurement forms, and athletic performance indicators food journal. And hey, health and fitness bros, I highly recommend sharing these with your clients as well. And lastly, find a coach to support and celebrate your progress. It's often a lot easier and a lot more fun to work toward your body transformation goal with the help of an experienced nutrition coach. If you've been trying to make progress for a while but just aren't seeing results, consider getting some extra support. With the right person in your corner, you'll develop more effective change strategies and be better able to recognize progress markers and maintain the motivation it takes to make it to the finish line. All right, this has been Bryce from Precision Nutrition reading today's article, When the Scale Sucks, Seven Better Ways to Know If Your Nutrition Plan is Working by Alex McMahon, NTP. You can read the article online yourself and download our handy templates at precisionnutrition.com forward slash ways dash two dash no dash if dash your dash nutrition dash plan dash is dash working. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Okay, everyone, that's it for this week's edition of Precision Nutrition's Eat, Move, and Live Better podcast. For more information about how to eat, move, and live better yourself, and for some awesome free nutrition and health resources, come visit us on the web at www.precisionnutrition.com. You could also visit us on Facebook or on Twitter at InsidePN. Talk to you next time.